Well, good morning and welcome to today's episode of Transformed. Uh, today, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about the words that get shaped from the wound of our heart. Welcome to today's message with Pastor Jim Balzano. As always, I want to take a moment and thank Park Home for our studio furniture and Taylor Design and Events for the design of our studio. A number of years ago, the Lord gave me a message that was entitled Words from the Wound. And it's a message that looks at different people from the Bible, the wounds that happened to their life, and then how they uh, dealt with those wounds and what happened and how they processed through it. You know, pain has a way of causing us to say things that um, sometimes are less than ideal. I'm sure some of you guys at home uh, that might have once in a while hit your thumb with a hammer, maybe you said something you shouldn't have said, uh, maybe you stubbed your toe and said something. Pain has a way of doing that. Uh, I read some stories one time of some ladies who were um, having children. Uh, Vicki, for example, said, I don't want a baby. I want an epidural. Or how about Maggie? Maggie said this, it was about 2 a.m. and I was fighting off the urge to have an epidural because I wanted to deliver naturally. My husband started to doze off in the chair next to me and just seeing his eyes shut threw me into a fit of rage. So I gave him a nice wake up slap on the cheek. She said, I still don't regret it. And then there was another one. Let's talk about um, this, this one who has a, a Christian mother-in-law uh, and she's in contraction and she said quietly, I'm going to set everyone in this room on fire. And everyone laughed, including the nurse, but her devout Christian mother-in-law began to cry. And then this was one of my favorite ones. This lady talks about when her dad was driving my mother to the hospital, he unfortunately had to stop for gas. He went in to pay and just then an elderly man in a wheelchair stopped him, asking him to buy cigarettes for him as the store was not wheelchair accessible. My mom then proceeded to lean out of the window and yelled, don't help the cripple. Now, I can't even imagine saying that, but pain, discomfort, hurts have a way of causing us to say things that we normally wouldn't say and sometimes in our life our words have been created from wounds of our heart i'm talking about words that come from the depths of a wound that has been inflicted upon you and if we're not careful we speak out of the pain of the past instead of the healing of the moment these wounds can be from a parent a sibling a spouse friends leaders even your enemies. Uh, listen, to, listen to the great King David. I, I, got, I love it when the man after God's own heart encourages me in my carnality, if you will, for a moment. For Listen to what his prayer was in Psalm 109. This is the kind of prayer he prayed. He said, Lord, appoint a wicked man over him. Let an accuser stand at his right hand. Let his days be few. Let another take his office. He says, let his children wander about and beg. At another place, he said, let his posterity be cut off. In the following generation, let his name be blotted out. Let them be before the Lord continually, that he may cut off their memory from the earth. David had experienced great wounds from Saul, from his sons, from his own actions. And now he was lamenting and praying to God. And this prayer that he was praying was so incredibly, um, what's the word I can use? It was, it was such a jacked up prayer in that he was praying from the wound to God, kill their children. God, let their name be blotted out. I mean, that is really 
being messed up. Well, I got to be thinking about it, and I thought one day, what are the types of wounds that we have in our life? Well, I want to talk to you about one today specifically, the wounds that come from the enemy. Now, let me set the stage. This is an attack of Satan against the righteous. Whenever the enemy comes at you and inflicts a wound, it is a direct attack of Satan to get a man or a woman to curse God, quit God, lose faith, or lose integrity. We think of the story of Job, right? When Satan comes at Job, and this attack wounds him emotionally, mentally, and physically. Listen to what the scripture said. Seven sons and three daughters were born to him. His possessions were also 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkeys, and very many servants, and that the man was the greatest man of the East. And now Job is attacked by the enemy. In his attempt to get Job to curse God, Satan stole and killed and destroyed, as Jesus says he comes to do. He stole the sheep, the oxen, the camels, his servants were gone, and then the worst of it, his sons and daughters were gone. And yet the Bible tells us, through all of this, Job did not sin, nor did he blame God. And then the second attack came from the enemy, where he attacked his health, and Job was scrape himself with uh, pieces of pottery. But we know the story of Job, but we very rarely talk about Mrs. Job. I want you to think about it for just a moment. She lost her sheep. She lost her oxen, camels. She lost her servants, her sons and her daughters, and she saw her husband's health be destroyed. We often forget that along with Job, she was wounded. She lost too. She was hurt. And out of that pain, she spoke. And what did she speak? Words. Words came out of the wound of her heart. Words out of the pain of what had happened. Words out of the pain of loss. Words that were trying to shape um, the, the, the wound that was in her heart. And so I want you to see what she did. The first thing she did was out of the pain of her heart, she allied herself with the enemy of her husband. She said to him, do you still hold fast your integrity? Curse God and die. Remember what Satan said? Satan said to God, but put forth your hand and touch all that he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. He said, however, put your, forth your hand and touch his home and his flesh, and he'll curse you to your face. Satan was on a mission. Get Job to curse God caused Job to curse his God, to inflict pain, to inflict a wound, to injure him with what he could. And now, out of the pain of her heart, Mrs. Job would speak the very words of Satan to her husband. Out of the pain of her heart, she would literally undermine her husband. Out of the pain of your heart, you may find yourself allying yourself with the enemy of someone you love. Out of the pain of your heart, you may actually use satanic words against someone you love. Job was wounded. Mrs. Job was wounded. One wounded person was counseling another wounded person. You know, we say misery loves company. Hurting people like to be around other hurting people. You look on Facebook and someone will lash out from the wound of their heart. You can see it and you can feel it. And what happens? Other hurting people begin to commiserate with them. And rather than bringing them hope for healing, they commiserate with them in their wound. 
See, we must find healing for our hearts. We must find healing for that wound. Because if we don't, the words that come out of our pain, they actually may be a toll of Satan where he has come against us and now we are allying ourselves with him unknowingly against those we love. Job never sinned. Job never cursed God. And you know, when we get wounded, the question we want, the answer is, how do I, where do I find healing and how do I get healed? You know, some of you even right now, you identify with the wounds of the enemy. Some of you have had things happen in your life that were a direct attack of the enemy against a righteous person. You've been wounded by the direct attack of the enemy. You identify with that wound. You identify and you live out of that wound. You have spoken from that wound. The wound has sometimes become a filter by which you view other people's motives and actions. It has become a barrier to life. It has limited relationships. It's limited your faith at times. It's limited your hope and it's limited joy. You identify it and you say, but how do I get healed? How do I get over this? I'm going to leave you with this thought today. I can't tell you how to get it. I don't know how you will get it. I'm not here today to try to give you the one, two, three step plan to your healing. I'm here to remind you of the who. The question isn't how, but the answer is who. I'm not here to give you a three-step plan to healing, a four-step plan to healing, a five-step plan to healing. I don't got 16 steps to your best life now, and that's not mocking Joel. It's just something to come out. I'm just saying I don't have that for you. I'm here not to give you a formula for your healing. I'm here to point you to the one who brings healing, who brings wholeness, who can heal the wound, the one that was part of making you and forming you and intricately knit you together in your mother's womb the one that knows everything about you one of the things that job said oh who this whole ordeal is he said but i know that my redeemer lives but i know that my redeemer lives i don't go to the doctor and tell him how to heal me i go to him and he prescribes something to heal me I don't know how the doctor does it, and I don't always know how it works. I just know who my doctor is. I don't know what the doctor will do to provide me an answer. I just trust he will provide me the answer. Healing for the wound is the work of the Redeemer. Healing is the fruit of the Redeemer. Healing comes from the one who shed his blood on Calvary from you and I. I don't need to necessarily know how to get it, I need to know who to get it from. Healing isn't a work to be striven, strived for. It's not something I strive for. It's something I receive. It's not something I try to get. It's something I receive from the Lord. And so let me encourage you with this today. You might have had an attack on your life. It might have become from the enemy himself. Be like Job. Stand upon the promise that you know your Redeemer lives. And I promise you, your Redeemer will meet you and he will heal you and he will do a work in you that you can say, I didn't do it. This isn't from me, but my Redeemer is the one who's healed my heart. And then that healing becomes the very thing that shapes the words that comes out of your mouth and not the wound. Don't be like Mrs. Job, who out of the wound of her heart spoke the very words of Satan to her husband. Your Redeemer lives 
your Redeemer lives. And because he lives, you can find healing for that wound. God bless you and have a great week.